here for uh, Titus Talent Talks. We're excited to have Mac. He's a talent and organizational development leader, somebody that I've been really impressed with in the past and in our interactions. Mac's somebody that's a big believer in behavioral analytics and, and really understands the power of the, using those types of tools. And so, Mac, we wanted to focus our conversation on, on behavioral analytics and what are the values and things that you see of, of why, why they're impactful in the people strategy process? Well, first, Ben, thanks for having me. Honored to be here. Uh, I think behavioral analytics are so important, especially now with the ever-changing landscape of uh, people are inundated with resumes and most companies right now are just looking at the resume part, the briefcase, if people are familiar with the head, heart, and briefcase analogy, where I always like to go back to Moneyball. If everyone, if anyone's seen the movie with Brad Pitt or that actually know the story where uh, Billy Bean, the GM, oversaw talent strategy essentially for the Oakland Athletics. He had adversity hit where he had to pivot and find ways to create value with talent strategy. He couldn't use a big payroll. So what he did was he went to the data, you know, and what behavioral analytics do, does in the talent strategy field is it helps you not only, you obviously have the resume to understand the experience, but really can help you understand someone's heart, their motivations, and their core values, but also how their attributes, the head, apply to certain jobs where it helps you understand potential job alignment or misalignment and really impacts your long-term retention value and helps create value within talent. No, Mac, that, that's great. Um, you talk about, you know, you've been, how long have you used behavioral analytics and what were some of the best practices when using it? Oh, I've, I've dealt with it for over three years now, almost four. And I think one of the biggest best practices, especially when it's hiring is send the assessment first, you know, uh, I, you get the resumes in uh, and then sometimes people will wait till later, but you might as well get the assessment first. You're, you have about one third of the pie when you're trying to understand a candidate, but get the assessment, especially if you're using predictive index, which I know Titus is very familiar with. It only takes 10 minutes to complete a behavioral assessment. It gives you more data to make sure you're getting a proper assessment of a candidate. I think number two is be transparent. You know, if someone asks you about from a candidate standpoint, let people know why you're using it, you know, job alignment, or even development purposes. So candidates really understand it's not just another hurdle for them to overcome. It's not some way that might uh, fumble their process, but really can help them connect and find a career as well, not just a job, but also with their further development within. And then also just understanding teamwork styles because once you bring in a new talent into your team or organization, that's going to change the dynamics of that team moving forward. So it helps the manager understand the impact of how that person, based off their behavioral analytics, change the environment, culture, and the dynamics of that team. No, that's really good. Have you, have you, um, like, did it change the way you viewed candidates from when you didn't have that data point to how you do now? Um, oh, yeah. 
you know, and give right. examples of like that value or what you saw that just kind of changed your perspective on quality of hiring? Uh, I think it, what really just changed, it gave you like more clarity, you know, it really helped uh, you focus not just on getting overwhelmed with resumes, but helped you get clarity of how to see that person will be good at this job from a strategic standpoint, from a behavioral standpoint, and how they will integrate into this new dynamics. And I think the other thing it really helped was finding some untapped potential. Uh, most people, I know both of us found our careers, this wasn't our first career, you know, uh, we have both football backgrounds, but it helps you identify some late bloomers or some people that might think they might be in a certain position, but you can tell from their behavioral analytics, if you really give them development, this is a certain position that they can shine in because of how they like to go about their day. You know, I think that's so true. I, I get into some great conversations right now when it, it's, hey, we have such a talent scarce pool in some of our positions that we don't know what to do. And the reality is it's very talent scarce if you just look at the resume. Mm -hmm. um, but if you can incorporate some of those predictive analytics of, hey, this person could blossom in this role based on the behavioral traits that they bring to the table. Now, if we align that with some good training, we can really enhance our workforce with a wider funnel at the top of our interviewing process, which is kind of what Billy Bean did, right? He looked at uh, people that could blossom or move into certain roles within the position and look at the data and then built a corresponding team that could fit the roles that he needed to, to get a, a, a high-end winner. So it's kind of cool. Just to quickly hit on that, for example, for us, a lot of people wanted to get in the pharmaceutical industry and pharmaceutical sales, but they didn't have the experience. It helped us understand people from unique backgrounds that had those behavioral attributes that could fit that role that might not have had the ideal experience, but they can get caught up in the short term. It's so true, right? And then like, you kind of, when you, you fear not doing some of that hiring with, because you don't have that data point, but when you have that data point, it gives you more confidence than to invest the training time mm -hmm. into those type of people and, and create a wider net of mm -hmm. potential top performers. So that's great. How about some pitfalls, Mac? You know, what, what do people got to know about uh, to do that right? I think the biggest pitfall is just understanding this is not the everything you know there is you still mean you need to take into account the resume not every single behavioral assessment is going to be perfect or even if it's perfect doesn't mean they're going to be a hit but it's what really increase your odds and understanding why this person really can match this role i think another um potential pitfall is not understanding extroversion especially let's say for example, with predictive index, it's the one factor that can go back and forth that doesn't cause discomfort. I mean, when you think extroversion, as someone's more social, if they're really curious about specific topic, specific topics, sorry about that, then they're gonna think a lot more about it or vice versa. Someone that's more introverted, really loves a certain topic, they're gonna to want to speak more about that topic. And then finally, uh, not using it for development, you know, or just using it for talent acquisition. This can be an, actually an attribute to help you in talent acquisition, explain how you can use it for development, easing people into their careers. 
No, I think that's really important. You know, we're big believers in, you know, hiring, you know, one third of the process is understanding their hard wiring in their head. But then as you onboard and coach them and performance manage them, that's one third of, of working with them to, to be the best employee and best performer they can be is, is understanding that and coaching them a little bit different than how you coach somebody else. You know, it's, it's understanding the whole person. Um, it's a great tool to increase emotional intelligence amongst your culture as well. No, that's good. Well, hey, Mac, I think you shed, you know, shed some pretty kind of very pointed things right here that um, I think people should understand behavioral analytics. They should at least um, study it a little bit or, or demo it so they know what they potentially could add to their interviewing or development strategy. And I know you're, you're a huge fan of it. So um, we're glad we could get you on, on Talent Talks today. Appreciate your time. Honored to be here. Thanks for having me, Ben.